You're listening to Blood on the Tracks on TMB DOS Radio, a monthly hour-long exploration. Schedule programming to give you something cool and to help you along is the one guy on the radio who ain't no fool. The last real wolfman of rock and roll radio, leave that teeth, baby. Now sit right back, and we're gonna be playing some scores and soundtracks for werewolf movies. But not any old werewolf movies, no, baby. We're gonna be looking at Lee Van Teeth's favorite werewolf movies. So let's get into a block of songs right away, yeah! Now we're back, baby. 
That was the main theme from 1971's Werewolves on Wheels, a werewolf biker movie, baby, if you can believe that. And that song was done by Don Gear. He did the entire soundtrack for it, a real trippy Really mellow, really stone soundtrack. Apparently, Don Gear got into a lot of drugs when he was doing that soundtrack, baby. And I really dig it. Now we're going to move on to another movie that sort of shifts things up a little bit. We go ten years later to 1981 for Wolfen, baby. Albert Finney, uh, some other people. But man, it's got some, what do you call them, skinwalkers? Those Native American werewolves, baby. And it had a real kind of uh, urban decay, environmentalist kind of message in it, baby. But it also had a really cool score. Unfortunately, no one really got to hear it because it was the original score done by Craig Saffin, baby. It was one of his first big jobs. It was going to be his big break, but then they scrapped his score for the guy who did Alien. And hey... You listen to it, and Wolfen kind of sounds like Alien. Go figure. But Craig Saffin's score was this very atonal, very weird score, baby, that didn't rely on uh, notes and melodies and such things. It was to unnerve the viewer, and it does a really good job. You can buy it now, baby, the complete unused score from Craig Saffin. We're going to you look at the main titles for that one right now. And then we're going to move on to some other stuff.
Ooh, we're back, baby. And you just heard yourself some musical excerpts from the great, great, underrated, undervalued 1985 werewolf movie, Silver Bullet, based on Stephen King's little novella, Cycle of the Werewolf, baby. Goddamn, that's a great book with great pictures from Bernie Ratson. But that ain't what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about is the movie. It's got Gary Busey. It's got Corey Haim. It's got every character actor from the 1980s that you can goddamn remember. It's got Lawrence Tierney with a baseball bat. He tries to use it on the werewolf. Doesn't work out too well for him, I gotta say. But anyway, the music there is done by Jay Chataway, and we listen to Making the Silver Bullet and Teamwork slash Milt's Greenhouse, all from Silver Bullet. Again, a very underrated, underrated werewolf movie, baby, with a super vicious werewolf who is also a priest. Spoilers there, baby. Fuck you if you haven't seen it. Anyway, before that, we listened to Wolfen, baby, the main title from that by Craig Saffin. And I told you it was trippy and crazy, and it was going to set you off your nerves, and I think it did. Admit it. You're unnerved. Now we're going to come to something else before we go to our big break, baby, for some commercial messages. We're going to listen to a nice little combination of musical excerpts from a 1974 amicus picture called The Beast Must Die. My God, baby, this movie has Peter Cushing in it. It's got a black werewolf hunter who thinks he's Shaft, baby, and it's got music to fit that sort of motif. But the main thing... The main thing is this movie's got a gimmick, baby. It's got one of them William Castle-type gimmicks, baby. It's got the werewolf break. They take a little ten little Indians from Agatha Christie, baby, and they try to confuse you. Who's the werewolf, baby? Who's the werewolf in the midst? And if you gotta try to figure it out during the werewolf break before they give you the big reveal, baby. But the music was done by Douglas Gamley. And we're going to listen to this stuff now, and then we're going to go to our commercial breaks and come back for the next half of the show. Thank you. 
seconds to give your answer. This is a distress call from across time and space, I am Babs the automated biological support system for the humanoid known as the Witch. Witch vs the Doomsday Clock is the weekly chronicle of his fight for survival and entertainment on the junk heap of the future. Episodes are transmitted in 15 minute pulses across the dimensional divide weekly for your listening pleasure. As you will learn, the future is not set in stone, and a flux capacitor is a girl's best friend. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witch vs the doomsday clock. The replicant known as witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. The Witch vs the Doomsday Clock is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Now in the words of Lord Humongous. Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Hello and welcome to Hello, This is the Doom Show. I'm Richard. And I hate the burning. Shh, who are you? Speak. <laughs> and I'm Brad. She came in and said, bark, 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 and he said, bark, 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 and she said, bark, 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 that's what I got. One is the Suspiria boner, the other is the Inferno boner. <laughs> which, anyway. Which one is crying? <laughs> the boner of tears. <laughs> Hello, This is the Doomed Show is available on Show.podomatic. Dot com and doomedmoviethon.com Hello, hello, this is the Doom Show, Richard Brad Jeffrey Naffa. It's the Doom Show. Hello, hello, this is the Doom Show, Slashers G.I. Low.
Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, ah. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Badasses, Boobs, and Body Counts is a weekly podcast that discusses grindhouse and exploitation cinema. Your three hosts, Mike. It's a quick. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Not racist at all. Mark, if you bend over and you have what is essentially a pubic cottontail coming out of the crack of your ass, you need to do some goddamn grooming. And listener favorite, Iris. I do not have sex with that horse. <laughs> will make you question your own political correctness while laughing at theirs. Episodes drop every Sunday and can be found by searching BB and BC Podcasts via Libsyn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to episodes episodes directly from the show's website at badassesboobsandbodycounts.com. Oh, good now. This is Al Pacino. Now, if you don't listen to the They Must Be Destroyed On-Site podcast, you might have a great ass and think you're cocking a walk, but you got your head straight up. Okay. Ferocious, ain't I? All right, we're back. Lee Van Teeth here with you, baby. And I hope you listen to every one of those promotional spots for really great podcasts. Well, I'm told they're really great anyway. I don't really know because I don't listen to anyone else but Lee Van Teeth, baby, because I'm the only one worth listening to. But those podcasts are apparently really good, too, so you should listen to them as well. There you go, you happy Lee Russell. Is that paying your bills for you, you motherfucker? Anyway... We're going to move on to some more songs now. We're going to be looking at a true classic of the genre, baby. It's called The Howling from 1981. Perhaps you have heard of it. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to be looking at some songs from that. We're going to be looking at Transformation, Doctor's Orders, and End Titles from that done by Pino DiNaggio, baby. I don't know what the hell's going on with that guy's name, but... With a name like that, he better be one tough dude. After that, we're going to be looking at Lycanthrope and Wolver from a really recent and awesome werewolf movie called Wolf Cop from 2014, baby. And these songs were done by a band called Shooting Guns. And let me tell you, this movie's got everything. It's got werewolf. It's got a werewolf as a cop. It's got werewolf penis. And that werewolf straight up fucks a woman. I gotta give it to him, man. He knows how to play around. And all that, he's also an alcoholic and he eats lots of donuts. Did I mention he's a cop? Alright, enough stereotyping, baby. Let's get on to the songs.
Oh, yeah, all right, we're back. Didn't I tell you the shooting guns was pretty good, baby? Those two songs from Wolf Cop were really awesome. That whole soundtrack's great, baby. And you should check that movie out because it's a hell of a lot of fun. And then, of course, we had the classic The Howling, baby. Some Pino Danagio stuff going on there. Lots and lots of fun, fun werewolf effects in that one. And it's got the guy who plays the Doctor in Star Trek Voyager. Is this werewolf, this crazy gypsy werewolf motherfucker. Amazing, amazing. Now we're going to look at something a little offbeat, baby. This is a little uh, kind of a fairy tale anthology kind of werewolf film called The Company of Wolves from 1984. This movie has Angela Lansbury in it, baby. That's how goddamn hardcore it really is. But we're going to be looking at a song called The Boy and the Devil from The Company of Wolves, and it's done by George Fenton. So come on, Georgie, hit us with it right now. We're back, babies, and we're going to close out the show now with three pieces of music. I'd like to do two hours, but the big man himself, Lee Russell, says we're only budgeted for one hour for this show. So you're going to have to wait until Halloween for the next two-hour Lee Van Teese show, babies. It'll be worth the wait. I can guarantee it. But anyway, we're going to be listening to Curse of the Werewolf, baby, 1961. The main titles from that done by Benjamin Frankel. That's Oliver Reed, baby, in an early hammer roll as this really, really white albino-looking werewolf motherfucker. Dangerous, slashy, bitey. It's Oliver Reed, baby, when he's got his drunk on. Then we're going to move on to a more modern werewolf film. We're going to be looking at Ginger Snaps from 2000. Now, the soundtrack for Ginger Snaps is almost universally shitty music from that era. But... It does have one really great piece of music by Michael Shields that was not 
put on the official soundtrack. Go figure, because it's the odd man out on that soundtrack. Then we're going to finish off with the Stone Cold Classic that everyone's waiting for, baby. This is the song. This is the icing on the cake. This is the diamond in the rough. This is everything that anyone ever wanted to listen to, baby. It's Howling Theme from The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. 1985, Steve Parsons and the band Babble. Also known as Sturba, Werewolf Bitch. And of course that werewolf bitch was played by the lovely Sybil Danning, who, uh, let's just say, disrobes a lot in that film. Especially in the end credits, when it's played over and over and over again. You also got Christopher Lee wearing funky glasses. Man, oh man, you can't lose with that film. You just can't lose. Now listen, babies, it was a lot of fun. Lee Van Teeth always loves coming in to entertain all you motherfuckers. And like I said, I'll be back for Halloween for my third annual show. Until then, all you be good. All you stay indoors when the full moon comes out. Unless you are, you know, slanted towards growing some extra hair and, uh, uh, you know, running around howling like a fool. In that case, get your ass outdoors and have some fun. We'll talk to you later, babies. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to Blood on the Tracks. For other episodes of this program, as well as episodes of our main podcast, They Must Be Destroyed on Site, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.